What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. The pressure I feel for your speech is really, really intense. If it's anything less than perfection, I'm just going to be left with disappointment. And Liz. Always trying to sound more well-rounded. Not necessarily to be well-rounded, but to sound well-rounded. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. And Liz. And today we're coming at you when we always do, bright and early. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at an iced coffee, a water, and three seltzers. You've got that right. And they're actually not seltzers. They are considered something other than seltzers because that's right. We got the mom water. They're not carbonated. So that's why they're not seltzers. Oh, okay. So yes, they are vodka infused drinks. So actually worse than a seltzer for eight o'clock in the morning. Yep. But But you know what? That's what we're here to do. So as you can obviously tell by that little sneak peek, we have what can only be described as an exciting episode. (laughs) Right. We have the segments you love. We're doing a fun test drive. We have a millennial word of the day. Um, We're going to play a little game Mm -hmm. that has to do with car brand slogans. And my industry news is like the juiciest bit of gossip you've literally ever heard. I'm so excited. She won't tell me what it is. She's just been talking about it all morning about how juicy it is. It's a juice city. Juice city. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Can't wait. But we're recovering from quite the weekend. We are, indeed. Um, We had one of my best friend's weddings over the weekend. Um, I was in it. Kelly was a guest. My parents were guests. Lifelong friends. And it was so much fun. It really was. So it was crazy, which I guess I didn't put those together. So our grandparents, our dad's Mm -hmm. parents, and Julia's grandparents were neighbors. Mm -hmm. And like, my dad's one of four. Julia's mom was one of five. And they were all around the same age. So, like, they were the neighborhood kids. Yeah. And then that's how me and Julia met. Our parents introduced us. And Julia and I happened to go to the same high school and literally became best friends. And we're both in each other's weddings this year. So, I know. So, it was just cool to think about, like, what our grand what what our grandparents would think would think that you guys mm-hmm. were in each other's wedding. Like, yeah. so freaking cool. So, that would be, like, if George's child had one of my best friends child uh, you know what i don't want to think about it right now it's, yeah, i don't have too much space anyway it was cool and it was sweet and the um speeches were incredible and it has kelly her cogs are turning in that little brain of hers big brain the pressure i feel for your speech is really really intense because one I think people are expecting a lot out of me. Mm. I want it to be funny. I also am so worried I'm not going to be able to hold it together because I'm so emotional. And it's very much like when I think about NADA, like I know how good I can do with this. Mm -hmm. So if it's anything less than perfection, I'm just going to be left with disappointment. Well, yeah. And (laughs) well, yeah, you are. No, I felt the same way when I gave your speech. And that's why I just... I had some fun. I had some sentimental. I hit all the marks and I practiced and pra- like I had a ma- I wasn't I was going to read it, but from practicing over and over again, I accidentally memorized it. Yeah. So 
And I mean, I, you have like three months to figure it out. No, so. I know. But like, I definitely, like I have a theme that I want to hit, like of what I want it to be about. And we will record it somehow. Like I said, I think I'm going to be hiring my own social media videographer for the wedding just so like I can deliver premium content to both the carpoolers and the car mom crew. So can I have another plus one? <laughs> sure. Like just for like my social media person. Do you know what I mean? Oh, for your social media team. Yeah. 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 Like I'm not saying I'm going to bring my own paparazzi, but like Liz, I just want people to see the things. No, I want people to see the things and too. I want to be 100% present. It's not the worst idea you've ever heard. No. Okay. We'll think about it. Okay, let's before we die, let's let's move on to our excited to our segments because they are truly exciting as always. Uh, but before we do that, I'd like to give a shout out to today's sponsor of the episode, and it is Keen's Stroller Wagon. Mm. That's Keen's K E E N Z dot U S. They are the original stroller wagon, four passenger, two passenger, different trim levels for whatever your budget and needs are. Yesterday, on the car on Instagram, Tyler and I did a full tour. Of the Keen Stroller Wagon. It looks amazing. Elizabeth, it is the Cadillac. Better than Cadillac. It is the Lamborghini Urus <laughs> of stroller wagons. It is so freaking nice. Mm-hmm. And it's also so, um, I don't want to use the word rugged, but it is rugged. Like it is a truly, it's the Hummer EV. There you That's go. That's what it is. There you go. It's the freaking Hummer EV. I'm absolutely obsessed with how comfortable my kids are in it, all the cubby spaces. And like, I just can't believe how compact it folds up as well like to be that big and be able to fold up so compact and so mm-hmm. easily is super exciting um we so you can head over to the car mom instagram if you want to see more i also have a reel coming out soon of like a full little car mom tour of the stroller i love talking mm-hmm. about i'm so passionate about yeah. strollers so anyway the keen stroller wagon like i said it comes in a couple of different trim levels and they come fully loaded which i really like so you get things like the sun canopy all of the cubby spaces um the seats and really like they just are a luxury stroller wagon and mm-hmm. they're the and they, they are the original and in my opinion i think they're the best so you can go to keens.us to shop our code is the carpool just carpool oh, yep our code is carpool and it saves you 50 dollars off any stroller wagon that's carpool for 50 dollars off any of the wagons at keens.us thank you keens for sponsoring today's episode yes thank you keens and without further ado i think it's time for the millennial word of the day where we learn gen z slang so we can be less lame lame. today's word not a new word but a word nonetheless um is this is a new word i'd never heard of this what yeah i never heard of it okay well apparently it's a new word um woat w-o-a-t so you know we all know goat g-o-a-t which means greatest of all time uh, woat is the worst of all time. I love that. So you can say, oh, here's a good one. The carnival, the key of carnival prestige is the woat. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Well, based off the tour you did, Kel, I would say Shady. you would agree with that. And it, well, you want to know something hilarious? And when you say woat, hold on, let me say this first. When you say woat, you're not, lit- like, it's not literally the worst of all time. Like, I could be like, if you did something that upset me, I'd be like, you're the woat. I think that... But it's not, like, so dramatic. Like, you're the absolute worst of all time in infinity and eternity. Okay. Just, like, whoa. I think it depends on how you say it. Well, if I, if I was actually, like... If I was in a disagreement and someone called me a woat, I would laugh at them. No, exactly. That's why it's not... It's it's, yeah. it's more of a joke. Yeah, like a little joke. Mm-hmm. No, I like woat. I will be definitely folding that into my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what I wanted to say what was funny, speaking of the Kia Carnival, I got an email this week from Kia. Oh, what'd they say? Well, they didn't see the Carnival tour. Yeah, <laughs> I guess, clearly. thank goodness. But they did see the Telluride tour and they loved it. Oh. So they were like, oh my gosh, Kelly, we like loved your recent Telluride tour. Like, we'd love to get you some cars. You don't have to borrow some personal and i'm like yeah kia 
It would be nice. Oh, nice. We'd love to drive one. So stay tuned for that. Love it. That was a really good Telluride tour you did. Yeah, I really, I really, if you haven't checked out my latest Telluride tour, it's very in-depth. I cover it from every family's perspective you can imagine and talk about how I think it would work for families of all shapes and sizes. Probably your most in-depth tour and it's of the 2022 Kia Telluride Nightfall. So now that we've like done a lot of tours, like I'm excited to go back and like do more of a deep Mm -hmm. dive. Mm -hmm. And it's just nice when I have the opportunity to drive them for longer because Mm -hmm. then I have time to play with it because, you know, it's hard to do like five different car seat installations like you know in the weekends only parking lot uh yeah for sure (laughs) okay so let's move on to our next segment i guess we're gonna do our test drive i'm ready because i don't want them to get any i don't want them to get warm so So true bestie so true bestie um so today we have mom water now mom water is kind of taking the world by storm came across instagram um and i just sort of want to like explain what it is because it's not in every state it's only in a select few states but it is they are growing very quickly and they will be in more states so mom water it's not a seltzer so it doesn't it's not carbonated but it's a vodka infused drink it comes in a can it looks like a seltzer um but it was started by a couple in indiana um the a husband and wife and the wife um just like love spa water like she was in um the dominican republic and would like get like the spa water at the hotel like the orange and lemon or cucumber water and instead of and she would take it to the bar and just ask them to add a little vodka in it because she didn't i love some innovation yeah because she didn't just want like the super sugary like rum drinks that is at every resort um so that's sort of how it was started and she was like the carbonation makes me bloat carbonation gives me a headache all these things and so she sort of just set out to create her own um vodka water oh my gosh can i read the ingredients yeah they're the, super fresh the ingredients water vodka natural blueberry peach flavors citric acid that's literally all zero mm-hmm. sugar zero carbs zero artificial flavors zero artificial sweeteners I'm really worried about the no carbonation. So I'm very intrigued. I like carbonation, so I'm not Same. sure. Another fun thing about the mom water is that all the flavors are all a classic mom name. And, and so the couple is in their 40s, so they chose mom names that were like moms I before that. That branding is incredible. So we have the Julie, the Karen, the Linda, and the Sandy. We don't have Sandy with us today, but we do have Julie, Karen, <laughs> Sorry, Linda. Sandy. <laughs> Sorry, Sandy. So the way we got them, they don't sell them in Missouri. Our mom was in Indiana moving Grayson out of college and we asked her to <laughs> pick some up. So that's how we have them. Yeah, I'm super excited. The cans are also darling. So cute. And I'm sure you can get them online. No, you can't. Okay, well, I'm sure you can road trip to Indiana. No, they're they're in more states than Indiana, but... Um, okay, well, this is going to be sad, because what if we love them, Elizabeth? Well, then we'll have to... They're coming to Illinois soon. Oh, that's good for us. So that's good. Um, and then they're, like, in, like, your local... Like, they're in Target and everything. So let me see. This is where you can get them. It's currently available in Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio... And the Florida Panhandle. Stay tuned as we release into Michigan, Kansas, Texas, Colorado, South Carolina, Nebraska, Arizona, Illinois, Maryland, and Georgia. Oh, this is so exciting that we're like so cutting edge. And if you're like going to Florida this summer, like what a fun thing to go pick up. Yeah. Okay. So you said the names, but you didn't say the flavors. Okay. So we'll start with the Julie. So the Julie is passion fruit flavored. Can you open it? Mm, I'm not excited about that. Why? You don't like passion fruit? Not not historically. But you know what? Well, I don't like artificial passion fruit. Like I don't like passion fruit flavored things interesting oh okay 
Kelly's Kelly's taking the first set. Try not to react. Try not to react. I mean, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's really good. It tastes it's like spa water. It's dangerous. It is dangerous. It does not taste like alcohol at all. And it it's easier to sip on. Okay, so stats. You know what? You Wait, could, stats. I already not, read the stats. Oh, you said yeah. okay, you said 90 calories. Oh, no, I didn't say that. I'm sorry. Stats, 90 calories, 4.5 alcohol content. And you know what else you could do with those? If you like are needing the carb, add club soda. Pour yeah. it over ice and add club soda. <clears throat> yeah, that's incredible. Okay, I'm like really excited about that. Okay, actually. wow. I mean, it's literally now it's like nine in the morning. And I'm like taking it. Okay, thing. lemon blueberry is the Karen. Guys, you need to look up what they look like. The branding is freaking top notch. Lemon blueberry sounds so good. Oh my gosh. It is the most authentic lemon blueberry flavor I've ever tasted. That tastes like lemon blueberry water. It does. Is there vodka? <laughs> okay, this one I think it tastes a little bit more alcohol than I did in oh, the first Oh, I one. totally disagree. I think that one tastes freaking... Karen's... I prefer Karen well over Julie. I like two flavors. That's me. I no, need two flavors. I do too. I, do, I like... But I'm. they're both fantastic. Okay, and then we have blueberry peach. Oh, interesting that we have two takes on blueberry. Blueberry. Well, maybe What's Sandy's flavor? Sandy, I think, she's like a coconut mango, I think. And see, you know what I want? Like, where's like a cucumber something? Right. Like, that's... So when maybe I think, it's next, Cal. When I think spa water, I think cucumber something of another. Yeah, it is interesting that there's... Okay, Linda is blueberry peach. This is our last one. It's so freaking good mom is gonna lose her crap mom is gonna love those elizabeth oh my gosh and you know what else like put those in the fridge we'll have them tonight because they're not gonna go flat because they're not carbonated exactly oh my gosh mom water you're a 10 out of 10 for branding you're a 10 out of 10 for ingredients and you're a 10 out of 10 for taste this is one of the best canned cocktails i'm being dramatic because i haven't even had a full one that's freaking amazing that is freaking amazing and it is first thing in the morning give me lemon blue okay it's just so good i'm i'm i really thought i was gonna be missing the carbonation and i'm not in the slightest and you know why we're not because it tastes like water mm-hmm. so it doesn't taste like a flat beverage no it tastes like water it tastes like freaking spa water yeah okay i'm Mom water 10 out of 10 i'm if going you, to follow them on instagram i know if you are in any of those states that i named go by immediately and we have to figure out how to get back to Indiana to buy more. Okay, now I thought it'd be kind of fun. This idea came to me in a dream. But do you remember at the New York Auto Show how I was just running around saying innovation that excites to like yeah. everything? Yeah. Because <laughs> you know what I do? I love I love a catchy slogan. Does Mom mm-hmm. Water have a slogan? What is she doing? No. Oh, bold, daring, unique. Agreed. Is Agreed. That's what they all say. Okay. So I thought we would read. Oh, wait. No, they don't. Oh, my gosh. Mom Water. Okay, what was that one? Karen is bold, daring, unique. Linda is charismatic, playful, and creative. I don't know who's, what's, oh, Julie. Julie is witty, lighthearted, and spontaneous. Oh my gosh, we need a crisp flavor. I know. Mm-hmm. Petition. Petition to make a crisp flavor. A crisp flavor or a barb flavor. Yeah. Barb, fun fact, is both of our mother-in-law's names. Very much a mom name. Okay. So anyway, I had this idea to read you some car brand slogans okay. to see if you know who it oh. is. So like, just so we can see how good their branding is. Okay. Because like, what's Toyota's? Go places. Let's go places, yeah. right? Yeah. So let's read a few 
And I'm going to be honest, it was kind of hard to track them down because I think some brands really have the tagline more than others. Uh-huh. So I am on advergees.com. And that's okay. what I'm I'm hoping that this is a credible source. Because like I said, I would like Google it. Now like multiples would come up. Okay. So. Do you know? Hold on. The ultimate driving machine. BMW. Good job. <laughs> that's a good one. I should I should wait so everyone else can guess. Too. Yeah, please do. You're not going to know these ones. Okay. Though. Well, that one was an easy one. The power of dreams. This one's lame. Power of dreams. Luxury or non? None. So it's like, is it? <laughs> so it's like, is it? Is it like Subaru? No. Honda. Okay. Honda, I would not describe you as the power of dreams. Certainly not. I would describe you as reliability at a fair price. <laughs> yeah. I would also describe you as the lowest inventory thanks to the chip shortage. Hot take recently honda announced you know how so like one thing one clickbaity word that goes around is how many days in inventory manufacturers have so like typically dealerships would have like 60 days of inventory mm-hmm. worth of cars you want to know mm-hmm. what honda just announced that their what? average dealer has what? three. Oh my God. three days of inventory that stinks okay driving matters and we love it um, luxury <laughs> or none none Driving matters, and we love it. No one's ever said this before, Kelly. I'm not buying this. Mazda. Okay, you might get this one. Movement that inspires. Movement that inspires. Well, I want to say it's like Nissan. No. Because it's like innovation that excites. No. Subaru. I I mean, it's close to a Nissan. Kia. Kia. Good job. Okay, do you want one more? Yeah. Okay. Do you know, so this one, I'm sorry, there's like so many, I, it's hard to know what's, okay, you, you're going to get this one. Okay. The road will never be the same. What do you mean I'm going to get this one? You never heard that? The road will never be the same? Yeah. No. Acura. Okay, I'll be honest, that, um wasn't a super fun game no it wasn't but i think so like the only ones i had heard of before honestly that i could Mm -hmm. like remember is innovation that excites Mm -hmm. movement that inspires the ultimate driving machine and toyota let's go places and like what's subaru subaru is like and that's what makes a subaru a subaru but it's not it's something about love or family here i'll look it up and then volkswagen is das auto yeah i know driven by what's inside that's a freaking good one that is picture these as like real housewife taglines yeah driven by what's in that sounds weird Mm, yeah we'll have to work on it if you could name a car do you have a name Uh, i've never thought about it okay i have a lot okay okay i do wonder where some of the names come from right Mm -hmm. i it's always like i always think about the person who names nail polishes Mm -hmm. because like that's a fun job like i would love to name things all day yeah um so if I was given the opportunity to name a car, depending mm-hmm. on who it was, because like it has to go with the manufacturer. Right. But like if Kia called, mm-hmm. I think the Kia cervix sounds great. No, Kelly. Elizabeth, if it if it if it didn't mean cervix, cervix is a good name for yeah, a car. Yeah, if it didn't mean cervix. I think the Kia cervix or the Honda uterus. What if they literally <laughs> made their minivan? What if they renamed the carnival the cervix? I think it's a cool name. No, but it'd be spelled like S E R 
V-I-X. Yeah, like Cervex. Or C K. I don't Cervax. know. Cervax. The key is Cervax. Be, it would just be spelled entire. Well, if you named it, it would be spelled incorrectly. 100%. Yeah. Spell, I think he- spell cervix. I think I know how to spell it. Okay. C-E-R-V-I-X. I, yeah. Yes. That's I feel impress- like I need to confirm that. That's but impressive. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's kind of impressive. Okay. Should I move on to industry news? Yeah, sure. Because industry news is ju- juicy. Yeah. Like, it's juicy I'm gossip. On the edge of my seat. Do I keep drinking this mom water or is that inappropriate for the time of day? Uh, I think we just go with it. I'm going to okay. continue on with lemon I, blueberry. I really like blueberry peach. Because I want to find the vodka. Oh, I had a little bit of it there. But in a good way. In a good I feel like I would like to like pour it over ice. Make it like super duper cold. Yeah, and I would maybe add... Like an additional lemon and some and yeah. some club soda. If like yeah. I was wanting that, wanting I just that. can't believe that we can put these in the fridge and move on with our life and have them later. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have three industry news stories. They're all uh-huh. automotive based today, but the feedback I've been getting on industry news is that people are loving having some adult topics mm-hmm. to bring up at your next dinner party, which yeah. I can totally relate to. Totally. And it's so funny. Tyler and I were driving in the car the other day, and I was just talking about like where I want the car mom to go and how just like you know dealerships need to like you know, get, get up with the times and hear all, all the ideas on how I want to help them. And Tyler was like, well, you know, Ford's already talking about getting rid of dealerships. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? Where did you hear that? He's like, oh, I just like heard it somewhere. I'm like, on the, on park. Tyler, we talked about it on our podcast. He's like, oh my gosh, you're right. Oh, the carpool. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we're here. So Tyler, listen up. Okay. I'm going to go from most juicy to no, least juicy to most juicy. Okay. Okay. Why Honda dealer? Why Honda and Acura dealer showrooms may shrink? So this is an article by Automotive News that came out on April 30th. And it's all about how brick and mortar spaces are kind of going out. So mm-hmm. there, there was a really big trend probably over the last five to seven years of like these huge, beautiful, big showrooms. And we've kind of seen it firsthand from just like what dad's gone through mm-hmm. about like how specific they want these dealerships to be and like they kind of are a waste of space sometimes yeah like if you like look at our kia store for example like what does it have doing being that big yeah you don't need to have these like giant ceilings and like all of these things Mm -hmm. so honda and acura are basically talking about how like a good way for them to cut overhead is to be thinking about smaller showrooms yeah and especially with this new model of like are we just going to be ordering cars from now on do we need to like one have the inventory but also have the facilities and like are people Mm -hmm. really looking for this big luxurious huge experience to come in and buy a car yeah i don't know so i mean i'm not really gonna like read the article because i just thought the idea of it was interesting but um this guy says i joined american honda in may of 2020 in between our honda and acura brands we had roughly 400,000 vehicles in dealer inventory today we're sitting at about 25,000. Uh, what was that see i just think that with the idea of like ordering online versus going into a showroom it's just like such a big purchase like even i just bought a rehearsal dinner dress which was three hundred dollars and i was like i would love to just be able to go to the store and try it on before i order it for three hundred dollars and then potentially return it and that's just a three hundred dollar purchase so my my thing is is i want if i'm gonna be spending all this money in a car i want to see it in person i want to sit down with someone i want to compare my options with someone who knows what they're talking about yeah and for me i feel like i would miss that experience if i just was told to order online no i think they're i i don't necessarily think that's what the article's saying like i 
firmly believe that you should see a car test drive a car install a car seats with your car before right. you before you buy it but do we need these you know ten thousand square foot buildings to sell cars right no and like just think about what the that does for the overhead for the dealerships um and a lot of these it's crazy because a lot of these like oems these manufacturers require the dealerships to have x amount of square footage x amount like they don't have a lot of control over the design Mm -hmm. which i mean which i think is fine because i think you need to have a cohesive brand but i'm kind of for not all the fluff and these smaller showrooms and hopefully you know better deals on cars because we don't have all this freaking overhead Mm -hmm. so i'm kind of for it okay next this story hold on let me just rearrange myself because this is crazy take a sip of your mom water you do have so many beverages in front of you right now i know we got to talk about rivian Mm. we have not talked about rivian on the podcast in a while so last time we talked i was hot and heavy on rivian yeah just because i was like they're backed by amazon they're backed by ford like this is going to be the next electric car startup well their prices are tumbling rivian stock prices have fallen to around 24 dollars per share following a report from cnbc that ford would be selling eight million of its shares in the company Ford is out of Rivian. Ford originally had 11.4% stake in Rivian, equivalent to 102 million shares, and Ford would not commit comment on the matter. Rivian stock debuted at $78 per share last November and has fallen around 70% this year. Yikes, I bought it at 60. I bought it at 62. So I'm going to so, hold on because I'm like already in it. And I'm so bad at stocks. So- <laughs> Also, if anyone took our advice, um, you shouldn't when, have. No, you shouldn't have, because uh, we are not stock girlies. Hundred percent. We certainly just like to pretend like we are. The news. So this news caused Rivian shares to drop by more than fifteen percent to around twenty-four dollars per share, according to CNBC. Rivian stock had debuted at seventy dollars per share, and in November of last year, it rose to nearly a hundred per share. CNBC reports that J.P. Morgan Chase will also be selling between thirteen point fifteen million, thirteen and fifteen million shares for an unknown seller Rivian expected to report on its first quarter results on Wednesday so we will keep you updated on that story but bummer from Rivian dang and I'm trying to figure out like why like what's what happening happened? um you know there's been some people saying like oh well it's supply chain it's supply chain but I've also heard that they have a lot of um infrastructure and logistic issues from some cre- pretty credible sources mm-hmm. just things being like they have these cars and like they don't have the logistics or the infrastructure to like figure out how to get them from point A to point B. They're also trying to build that factory. So they have a factory in Normal, Illinois. Mm-hmm. They're also trying to put one in Georgia and they're getting a lot of backlash from, I guess, where they're putting it in Georgia because I don't know the details. So I don't want to speak on something I don't know, but I've had so many DMs being like, no, they're trying to do it in my hometown in Georgia. No one's being receptive of it. Oh. I think like the terms are not ideal. Mm. So bummer that Ford's out. So if you remember, so Ford, JP Morgan, and Amazon are like the big players who have. Yeah. And it's so interesting. So like Ford with 11.4% of the company. Okay, so so Ford is still going to be in it a little bit. They're just selling a lot. Mm. They're selling 8 million shares, and they, but apparently they have 102. How many freaking shares do you have? This is just crazy. I don't understand how shares work. I don't understand. Not for me. But so anyway, if you're like at your next dinner and someone's talking about Rivian, be like, oh, well, did you hear that Ford just sold 8 million shares? JP Morgan's looking to get out too. I'm a little worried about their... I've heard their infrastructure isn't ideal. (laughs) Yeah. And that's how you have that conversation. There you go. I'm still... Make it till you make it. I am still excited about Rivian's. Like, I still want the chance to review one at Rivian. Please send me a car. At Rivian. At Rivian. I know. They're scared. They are. 
But I think I'm going to I think I'm going to like it. I saw one the other day on the road. Well, I've seen some videos like I think the car seat setup looks pretty legit. And someone posted on the Car Mom Crew Facebook page of like a really good like pictures of it with the car Mm -hmm. seats installed. So I'm still excited. Okay, are you ready for my next? Is this the juicy one? Yeah, I mean, I might have overhyped it. Well, you tend to do that. But I just think this is interesting. So this is about the real cost of electric car ownership. This is a really great article. It's CNET.com. Um, and it really takes every part of the electric car ownership and figures out just how cost effective it is. I want to preface this by saying, like, I am excited about the prospect of electric cars, mm-hmm. but I do feel like there's a lot of questions out there, which is like, well, how much better are they? How much more affordable are they? What's their reliability mm-hmm. like? So these are some of the kinds of the questions that I want to answer today. So the first is buying a new car. So when you think about like the cost of ownership, right, of the electric car world from the time you purchase it to the time you're charging it up, Mm -hmm. EVs historically are more expensive, Mm -hmm. right? So this article goes in to say that to drive an EV, you have to buy an EV. And that's that's often a pricey proposition. Even after you sell or trade your current conventional car, you could easily be in the hole for $10,000 or more. So it could take you several years just to break even. This guy then shares a personal experience about how he has a friend who bought a Cayenne hybrid, for example, and he went on to talk about how he did the numbers and it would take him like 10 years to get that investment back because of how much more expensive the electric vehicle was of that car. Oh. So they are coming out to be more affordable, which is exciting. So like if you look at like we just did the Nissan Leaf at the mm-hmm. sh- Chicago Auto Show, we have the Hun- or yeah, sorry, the New York Auto Show, we have the Hyundais, the Kias, the Subaru. So like we are getting more electric cars coming out Mm -hmm. so i'm excited about that but the next big thing about electric cars is the depreciation depreciation is the other price of any car you buy and even more important to consider when the car is electric the value of any new car or late model car drops is like a stone as you own it creating a substantial cost in every mile that is often worse for evs due to their typical higher price and greater depreciation so what i do think is interesting about the ev market is because electric vehicles are changing so much. Like if you buy a car today with a 300 mile range that takes, you know, five hours to charge on a level two charger, like in five years, are we gonna be at 500 miles of range and it's charging with the sunshine? Like that's just something to think about. Like they are just, the the EV technology is changing so quickly. So it's, it can be a little scary when you think about like, well, what's that going to look like? Mm-hmm. So I do feel like if you really want to go EV, I'd recommend leasing it if you can, just so you can kind of be protected from that depreciation and not like sink your teeth into a very expensive car with a 300 mile range and then try to sell it in five years and realize all the ranges are 500 plus and charged with right. freaking yeah. sunshine and wind. So just something to think about. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and then it goes on to talk about the fact that buying electricity isn't simple, which is which this is really interesting. So I'm going to read this like little two paragraph. So the cost of electricity varies far far more than the cost of gasoline, depending on where you live, the rate plan you're on, when you charge, and whether you do it at home or at a commer- commercial public charger. In California, they pay an average of 18 cents per kilowatt hour for residential electricity. But in Idaho, it's 8 cents. And in Hawaii, it's 28 cents, according oh, to U.S. Energy Information Administration. That variance would be like paying $5 for gas in California, two fifty in Idaho, and $8 for a gallon in Hawaii. Widely, gra- widely greater than the variation that we see at the pump. And the cost of electricity isn't clearly labeled when you dispense it. It's buried inside a morass of tariffs and times of day. So it's like, you know, you can drive by and you can see a gas station, you see what gasoline is at. But like, because if you're charging in the evening, your electricity might be more expensive. If you're charging when it's warm outside, your electricity might be, mm. be more expensive. So 
you don't always get to see necessarily like what the actual cost yeah. is until you get your electric bill, which I do think is kind of scary. Yeah, it is scary. And then the other point that the article makes is just it's about the EV people who want to save the environment as well as money. And again, not saying that EV EV electricity is a cleaner way to drive a vehicle. Mm-hmm. No one's not saying that. Is it 100% clean energy? Absolutely not. Is it as clean as riding your bike to work? Absolutely not. So I think like sometimes EVs get confused and people are like, well, all the coal that's burning and like all the battery. It's like, yeah, it's not zero emissions. It is not a 100% clean way to drive a vehicle, but it is better than a gas vehicle. But this goes on to mention, it says a lot of EV people buy EV to save the environment as well as money, a noble motivation that returns their investment via both fuel savings and environmental dividends. It's beyond the scope of this article, but the overall environmental REO, but think about the overall environmental REO and ask yourself if there's more an effective way to spend your funds rather than an electric car. For example, installing a rooftop solar or building uh, out a top-notch Zoom room to cut, on, to cut out most of your business air travel are just a couple of examples that you can use to reduce your carbon footprint. So this article is just saying, like, maybe if you, like, really want to spend the money to invest in the environment. Maybe there's better maybe ways. There's, maybe there's a more cost-effective way mm-hmm. that's better for the environment, better for your wallet. So just something to think about. Like, I think yeah, that... Yeah, it just definitely is a... It makes you think. Yeah, and I think, like, a, you know, some states and some automakers are really pushing electric cars. And I am excited about electric car prospects. I just think, like, the technology is still so new. And I just do wonder... I just don't think they're necessarily as quite as affordable or and I don't think they're right for everybody, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. So I'm also really excited. And I've talked about this on my stories recently, but like I'm so excited about the hybrids that are out right now because yeah. I think like what a great way to dip your toe into it. Like you're going to get better fuel economy. You still have the safety net of having a internal combustion engine. You don't have to get range anxiety. You have a ton of options. So I'm pretty excited about those. But I just thought those were kind of like some interesting points to bring up. I totally agree. And, you know, so someone's like, you know, you again, you're at this dinner party and they're talking about electric cars. It's like, well, you know, have you thought about just putting solar panels on your car or on your car? <laughs> have you thought about just solar panels on your house? Because, you know, the, the depreciation of an electric vehicle is much higher than an internal yeah. combustion engine. Yes. And then you somehow get an accent while you're talking. And 100%. you sound so smart. Call it the mom water. But I think that's pretty. <laughs> I think that's pretty solid. I mean, we have a full day of work ahead of us and we're just going at it. All right, Cal, I think it's time for the ditch the drive through where we give a recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut. We have a voicemail today. And this one I is uh, very close to my own personal heart. I'm so excited. So, oh, and if you would like to leave your dish to the drive-thru, our um, phone number is 959-CARPOOL. Hi, this is Rachel calling from Dallas, Texas, and I have a great ditch the drive-thru um, that has truly unlimited variations. Um, It's called a crescent roll ring. The one I made this week was a buffalo chicken crescent roll ring with a side of ranch slaw. You take like a can of crescent rolls and arrange them in like a little sunburst pattern on a cookie sheet. Then you mix up some shredded rotisserie chicken with buffalo sauce and you put it on top of the crescents and then you can top the chicken with shredded cheese or blue cheese if that's your thing. Um, sliced green onions if you have some, and then you fold the triangles over the filling and bake it at 350 for about 20 minutes. And then while it's baking, you throw together the true star of this dinner, which is the ranch slaw. You get a bag of slaw mix with um, cabbage and carrots, and then I always thinly slice up some celery to add because I can't have buffalo chicken without carrots and celery. And then you pour on ranch dressing 
I use the Greek yogurt ranch dressing because it's like a little tangier and um, goes better with the slaw, I think. You just want enough to coat the um, cabbage and carrots and celery. And then if it's a little thick, you can add a splash of vinegar, like apple cider vinegar, white wine vinegar, and a dash of salt. And that's all you need to make the ranch slaw. And then if you have kids who don't like spicy, you can make the crescent ring with barbecue sauce, like do a barbecue chicken crescent ring. My mom always used to make one that was um, with taco meat, and we served it with all kinds of toppings like guac and salsa and sour cream. Reheat's great. So I hope you guys enjoy my contribution to Ditch the drive through with a crescent roll ring. So that sounds amazing on every front. Oh my gosh. I am inspired elizabeth the only word first of all we talk about this all the time any vehicle to get buffalo chicken into my mouth i'm interested Mm -hmm. in and ranch i love the addiction she's right like how dare you have buffalo chicken without celery and carrots yeah that sounds that sounds like i'm literally gonna make it this week did you say how you make the buffalo chicken she just said uh she did rotisserie chicken and Uh buffalo sauce yeah sauce. why work harder yeah so the the ring the crescent roll ring i this is actually the really one of the only meals Maddie's ever made for me. Um, like he had, he like made me dinner one night uh, when we were living in Dallas, and he made me a taco ring. That's so cute. And it was so cute, and so he like did what she said. He put the buffalo chicken in the ring, taco meat. Yes, taco meat, and then he had like in the middle he put like like lettuce and salsa and like sides and stuff, and it was really good. Yeah, so you don't bake it with that. Like you just no, you bake it with the meat with in the it. meat and the cheese, yeah. maybe. And then the other day we had crescent crescent rolls just sitting in our fridge, and so I made um, same concept but with bacon and eggs. So I made like a breakfast version. Literally, if you're sleeping on crescent rolls, wake up. Crescent rolls are so good. Such a versatile food. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm so excited to try the ring, and I love like like just the variations are great too. Yeah. Like yeah, do a taco, do a barbecue. Like a barbecue would be so good, and then you yeah. could do like um you know like a side of like like anything like vegetables or like corn on the cob so thank you so much for that submission i am inspired and i am excited yeah and if you want to leave your own admission you can again call 959 carpool and can we just give a shout out to some of the reviews that we have had on the podcast oh yeah our reviews literally make me straight up tear up so thank you guys so much for leaving the reviews writing the reviews like i am not a person who likes to write reviews but so i know that like the time that it takes to Mm -hmm. go to our page type it in think about what to say physically type it so i just wanted to say thank you for all the reviews because Mm -hmm. we really really appreciate it and it keeps us going truly does we're actually thinking oh gosh okay we're thinking we're gonna try our hardest to put out two episodes a week we're gonna do it we're going to do it. I'm really, really looking forward to it. We just have a lot of fun on the podcast, and we've kind of heard, you know, you guys wanting us to get the have a, a slightly quicker t- quicker turnaround time. Yeah. Um, and we work with a great, great agency that, like, helps make this podcast possible. So we had a call with them yesterday. We have a good schedule we feel good about. So we're going to try it out. Yeah, we're going to try it out. We're going to see if we can deliver. And our, we might make our episodes just a little bit shorter, so that way we can get two out a week and... Yep. So anyway, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Oh, and I'll, sorry, if I have a few more announcements. Um, 
don't forget our book oh, club yeah. book for this month is where the crawdads sing mm-hmm. it's a long book i'm gonna be honest it's about 12 hours on my audible so get it or check out libby or if you're just like a straight up reader good for you but we are going to be listening to that this month and then recapping it before the movie comes out mm-hmm if you guys, I'm not trying to like talk about audiobooks too much, but like they have changed my life. I, I'm just, I feel so much more um, fulfilled, entertained. And again, all yep. these all these adult conversations, I'm not happy, but it's like, oh, what? like literally someone asked me the other day, what's the last book I read? Thank goodness I had an answer. Yeah. I said, how to stop time. Just always trying to sound more well-rounded. That's the that's the ultimate goal. Not not necessarily to be well-rounded, but to sound well-rounded. Uh, 100%. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm that well-rounded. No, I like what sure. I like. And I can't be told otherwise. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. We really appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe. Head over to the Carpool Instagram for some more behind-the-scenes fun. And we will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone. <laughs>